Hello, folks. Welcome to today's podcast. And today, we will be talking about the wild card round. I'm your host, Jude, as always. And welcome to Sportsbox. I always forget to introduce, but I'm just doing a raw take. And we're starting off now. So, yes, like I said, we'll be talking about the Sportsbox. And, yes, I was very wrong about last week. So, I'll talk about the games that I was wrong about last week. But today, we'll get right into the Sportsbox update. So, we'll send it right back to John. John, off to you. Thank you so much, Jude. I'm your host, John, as always, and this is your sports box update. For uh, well, starting off with the games of the week, we have the Atlanta Falcons versus the Philadelphia Eagles at 1:30. Uh, next game is a uh, later at 5:30, and that is Tennessee versus New England. Jacksonville, after a atrocious performance against Bills, uh, against the Bills, they are looking to try to beat the Jack- the Pittsburgh Steelers once again this season as they travel to Pittsburgh. That game is at 105. New Orleans, Breeze, trying what he did last week was pretty amazing. Let's see what he can do this week. Well, they play Minnesota at 140, and we'll see what happens then. But to the news, former Vikings offense coordinator Nov Turner expected to be the new Panthers offense coordinator after several reports. Le'Veon Bell says he'll retire or sit out the 2018 season if tied by the Steelers. He does stay. He does say that he does want to remain on the Steelers. After the signing of John Gruden on Tuesday, the NFL is investigating if the Raiders violated the Rooney Rule. Thomas Davis, linebacker of the Panthers, since 2018, will be his last season. And the London games are officially announced. We have the Seahawks versus the Raiders, Eagles versus Jags, Titans versus Chargers. Well, I'm John Rudolph, and that was your Sportsbox update. Back to you, Jude. Well, thank you so much, John. And guys, I think I actually got the volume because I have a lot of people complaining that my volume wasn't correct. So I think I got it. And if it's not good enough, then I'm not good enough. So I think I got the volume working. Let's get right into what we're talking about today, and that is the wildcard run. I also, uh, before the end of the podcast, I will be talking, I'm ranking the top, the quarterbacks going into this week. I did see some other people do it. So I saw um, on Mad Dog Radio, which is probably my favorite show and inspired me the most. Um, they, they did kind of a ranking thing, so I decided, you know, I'm going to make my own ranking. They did do coaches. I'm not really ranking the coaches. I'm just ranking quarterbacks. And to start off uh, with the Atlanta Falcons versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, well, guys, 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 guys. We're talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's, let's, just, let's just talk about the Philadelphia Eagles. They're not going to win. I saw this. So, I, I, I'm, so I follow a meme page on Instagram or in Twitter. And they make fun of a lot of teams. But <laughs> they made a funny joke saying... At 4.35 Eastern time, go watch the Philadelphia Eagles finale. And I just felt the same way. I was like, wow, I totally feel that way. I mean, that's like exactly what they're going to do. They're not going to win. And I'm about to tell you why. One, Julio Jones is having 300 yards and one and two touchdowns. One or two touchdowns. 300 yards. I know, it sounds pretty impressive. But when you look at who the cornerbacks are, Jalen Mills, Patrick Robertson, these guys are not tall, okay? These guys, Julio Jones is 6'3", okay? The guy that they might, and this is just out there, Malcolm Jenkins might be on him. I don't think he would be, but if there was one person I would rather have out of everybody, I'd have Malcolm Jenkins on that list. So, next. Can Nick Foles be the 2013 Nick Foles? Hell no. 
Not even in a hundred years. Nick Foles is a backup quarterback. He's like a backup quality quarterback. He's not an NFL starting quarterback. He never will be an NFL starting quarterback ever, ever again. I'm telling you, if you don't believe me, just watch. Sorry. I, I have that song stuck in my head. Anyway, and the defense is playing great. They're eighth in point, ninth in, ninth in yards allowed. I mean, what else do you want? They're doing so good right now. It's going to be hard to play against that defense. Now, I will say, though, it'll be a very defensive battle. So I'm not taking away from the Philly defense. There are a lot of people who are saying Philly's going to win off their defense. You can't win off your defense in this game. There are other games, the Buffalo Bills game, Jacksonville. That game was completely, completely off defense. This game is not going to be defense. Once Atlanta scores one or two touchdowns, Philly's going to be in panic mode and say, Nick Foles, why are you not producing? They're literally, I mean, it's going to be just not even, it won't be a blowout. I'm not saying it'll be a blowout. And guys, I was wrong. If you're an Atlanta Falcons fan, I am so sorry. I was wrong about you guys last week. I did have like some stition that you guys, superstition that you were going to win, but I still wanted to pick the Rams a safer choice. Much, a much better offense who's been producing defense was looked like they could stop anybody. Except the Atlanta Falcons offense. <laughs> so, uh, I have the Falcons winning that ball game. Next game, we have Tennessee versus New England. I do want to say real quick that um, Corey Davis has been one of the most underwhelming players in the draft this year. Like, he's been very disappointed. Also, expect a podcast about that. I'm going to be talking like, closer to draft time um, about top three. Oh, there will be definitely two podcasts. Top three most surprising. Top three most disappointing. But the next thing is I think the Tennessee chance, Tennessee Titans have a gray spot, right? They have a small gray spot in between the winning percentage of New England. I think Tennessee could win this game. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be easy because here is your game plan, okay? It, the first um, page, right, is um, stop Tom Brady. The next page is, for, the next 499 pages is stop Gronkowski. Stop. I mean, it's as simple as that. I know it sounds so simple, but teams seem to do, like, that's their game plan, and then they don't do it. It's like my boy John over here, uh, he is a big, he, he's, he's a Browns fan. He's a loyal Browns fan, okay? He's a Browns fan, and he, he kind of, it kind of sucks to be a Browns fan. But John here is a Browns fan, and he could tell you when Gronkowski played the Browns, it wasn't pretty. And it was also the year, it was also last year when Brady came back, destroyed them. I don't even know what the score was. What was the score? It was like they got 30. Okay, they got 30. John says they got 30. Anyway, yeah, so basically stop Gronk. Now, the thing, this is how I think they can win. Easily, you got Mariota got to be, he got to do something. Second of all, um, I think this running back duo could be dangerous um, for New England. You have a really good receiving and passing block and DeMarco Murray. And you have a really good runner. I will say Derrick Henry is a better runner than DeMarco Murray. John, what? Okay, John's like shaking his head crazy. Like, what are you thinking? I think Derrick Henry is a better... After seeing him against with the Chiefs... I mean, yes, okay, the last play did look like um, Mariota helped out a lot. But still, I mean, the guy just... Oh, my God. And I think, yeah, like I said, there's a great spot that they can win. 99 other percent chances New England's going to bing this game. Also, 
My thing is Corey Davis has, yes, he has been very overwhelming. You look at his stats this year, really, really, really kind of disappointed what he hasn't done this season. But I'm not talking, he, um, he has only 335 receiving yards and zero touchdowns. The thing that I will say, and I think he's going to do, I think he's going to do personally really well, just this game, is the corners for New England aren't that great. And the receivers for Tennessee aren't that great. But I think Eric Decker some playoff experience. He has playoff experience. Rashad Matthews, um, does he have playoff experience? Uh, one sec. I'm going to get some clarification. John is looking that up. I want to say he doesn't, right? I don't think he has playoff experience. We'll get, we'll get, we'll let you guys know later. Okay, yeah, we'll definitely to let you know later if Rashad Matthew has playoff experience. But um, what I will say is that the state, the corners, especially Malcolm Butler, in my opinion, is the most overrated player in the NFL. I mean, I I don't know. Who else there is? He has to be one of the most overrated players in the 2017 season, in, in like his career. He just has to be so disappointed. Okay, so just to clarify, Rashad Matthews does not, um, does not have, yeah, does not have a playoff experience. He played for the Miami Dolphins and then went to the Tennessee Titans. So he does not have a playoff experience. Yes, okay. Anyway, continue with the thing. Yeah, I don't think Malcolm Baylor and my Malcolm Butler and Myers is the most overrated player in the NFL right now. And he's not gonna stop anybody. I think Corey Davis has himself a day. I say Rashawn Matthew, I say Eric Decker, I say Delaney Walker have that all have themselves a day. Still don't know if they're gonna be able to pull it off, but you never know. I mean, we saw last week they beat Kansas City after being down twenty one to three. Next game, Jacksonville. Versus Pittsburgh. If you're a Pittsburgh fan, you're going to be happy this weekend. If you're a Jacks fan, you're probably never going to want Blake Bortles as your starting quarterback. The reason why I say that is, okay, okay, just just let me share this stat with you, and then I'm not even going to talk about the rest. Blake Bortles had 87 passing yards. He had less pass. He had, he had more rushing yards than passing yards last game. Now, the thing is, look at this. He had 87 passing yards against the 26-ranked passing defense of the Buffalo Bills. What makes you think that they can pass against the fifth, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers defense, which is fifth in passing yards? What makes you think that that is a liable option? Explain. If you are a Jaguars fan, you should just stop. Don't watch this weekend. I mean, y'all, you guys are going to get destroyed to the point that set halftime, you're just like thirty-four to nothing, man. I'm good. Boy, I'm gonna switch to the WNBA. Nothing against the WNBA. I wasn't being sexist or anything. Nothing against women. Just saying, rather watch a WNBA game. I don't. Are they even going on? No, they're not. I'd rather, you know, this is something. I'd rather watch hockey than this game. Okay, I'd rather watch hockey than this game. So I'm, I'm saved. 
Anyway, yeah, I think Le'Veon Bell needs to shut up also. Um, he, he's going to be important to the win just because the cornerback's for Jacksonville. But I, I think I think Big Ben's going to have himself a day. Leonard Fournette could get started. Doesn't really show anything, though, anything that I want to see. Now, they get, oh, by the way, Pittsburgh in that game. New Orleans versus Minnesota. I need to start getting a little quicker, but this game should be very go quick. New Orleans is winning. I, I don't see why there's so much conversation about, oh, New Orleans, Minnesota, New Orleans, Minnesota. The triple head monster of the New Orleans Saints offense is literally impossible to stop. And then you had Michael Thomas, by the, tri- by the way, I'm calling the triple head monster, Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, and Mark Ingram. Okay. Last. Okay. Last game. Okay. Last game. Uh, New Orleans played. Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram had a total of, um, had a total of 41 yards. 41 yards, okay? Like, if that doesn't tell you, he had a com- they had a combined total of 41 yards. I mean, Drew Brees came into the building and said, you know what? You know what? I'm just, uh, I don't want to do this to people. He threw for over 300 yards. I mean, the man literally bought, yeah, he threw for 300 yards. I mean, this team is so dangerous. This is why I'm quoting me now. The New Orleans Saints are winning the Super Bowl. Joel Breeze can have a bad day. Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram can back him up. Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram can have a bad day. Joel Breeze will throw for 300 yards. I mean, how are you going to stop this team? And, yeah, and the defense is also fantastic. Like, to the next level of being fantastic. In Minnesota, you, you have Case Keenum who's going to do nothing. So, if you're a Minnesota fan, sucks to suck, but playoff run. Same with Philly. So, number one and number two go down. But before I go, I do want to go ranking my quarterbacks. I have Tom Brady at one, Drew Brees at two, Matt Ryan at three, Ben Roethlisberger at four, Nick Foles at six, Marriott at seven, and Bortles at eight. What I had a problem with Left Coast Live on Mad Dog is what they were saying Mariota was the eighth ranked. I think Mario is not a bad quarterback, but he's not as bad as trash can over there, Blake Bortles. Now, this was the problem I had. I didn't know who to put in front, Matt Ryan, Ben Roethlisberger. You guys tell me. I mean, to be honest, I think Matt Ryan is a better quarterback right now than Ben Roethlisberger, but if we're talking legacy-wise, obviously 28-3. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Okay, so as always, guys, I'm your host, as always, and my name is Jude. <laughs> As always, guys, it is your boy Judo Kanye signing off. As always, peace. Love you guys. Bye.